Welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming, a tabletop RPG actual play podcast. Let's meet the team. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm the GM. Hi, I'm Peter, and I'm playing Faramond Bahar, Human Paladin. Hi, I'm Daniel, and I'm playing Ansel, the Inquisitive Rogue. Hi, I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Ruach, the Air Genasi Shepherd. Hi, I'm Ben, I'm playing Reepsy Piven, the Satyr Druid. Hi, I'm William. I'm playing Myaston Zarbrex. I'm a Dragonborn Wizard. We hope you enjoy our show. Welcome back to City on the Hill Gaming. Uh, I am not your game master. I am Ryan. Hello. And uh, joining me, as always, we have a Peter. Hello. Uh, ben. Yo. Uh, Daniel. Who? And Grant. I am the game master, actually. So he is. that cl- should clear that up. And now this is all yours. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, So when we last left off, you guys were looking at a large tower that was was in sort of the the center of this massive castle keep surrounded by gardens and uh, flowing water, all that sort of thing, uh, out in the middle of the deserts of the high waste. Uh, Well, really up in the mountains near it. Uh, with a, a sort of bowl of clouds around the whole thing. You guys had snuck through the lower portion of the castle, come out onto this uh, flat open area, and you're looking at this rather tall tower. Um, you can actually see a lot of the water that is flowing through the gardens here seems to actually be coming out of the tower. It's cascading down the sides of it. Uh, but in the front, there's a large portal by which I mean a door, not like a magic portal, because I got to, you know, be clear, it's D&D, um, that you guys are kind of looking at going, I guess we go in here? I mean, we came all the way into this thing up in the clouds that seems desperately sketchy, so why not? Yep, this this seems like the place. <laughs> desperately sketchy, yeah. <laughs> It, look, it's the only place where we've seen this much water since the campaign started. No, so, no, I, I think that's an extremely apt description. I approve. This clearly is questionable. Um, yeah, why? why uh, so is there just like a door in the front that I see fairly clearly, Grant? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's large because, you know, giants. giants. But, but we haven't seen people. Since, um, since we came into the courtyard, I should clarify that. No, no, not really. Okay. No, they all seem to be on the lower floors. Back down in the Amazon warehouse where we where, were already. Yeah, the, the warehouse district, as it were. Yes. yes. Okay, good. The warehouse <laughs> level. Uh, <laughs> warehouse level. This, um, yeah. This amount of wasted water, like hoarded flagrant water wasting and usage and all that, really has reap on edge. I'm going to choose to pretend it's like the fountains at my college and it's recycled. Yeah, the link knows. Probably not. <laughs> uh, okay. To the to the door we we go, I guess. Excellent. Um, you know, you push the door open. It'll take some effort cuz, you know, large, heavy, giant door, but you can push it open enough to get through. Um, and you see a large actually very large open space. This tower is square. 
Um, it is ooh, probably, it's probably a, at least a hundred feet on each side, you would guess. Uh, maybe a little more. Um, though, of okay. course, the, the stone walls are relatively thick. You know, gi- even magic giants can't get around some basic fundamental engineering principles. Um, <laughs> like you do. <laughs> yeah, look, I've run a naturalistic game. Come on. Um, yeah, accurate. But, the, you know, there is a large staircase, um, actually two large staircases, one with giant size steps and a small one that kind of looks like a, like you might even call it like a servant's staircase running alongside it. Um, kind of tucked into the wall the same way like a, a banister might be carved in, or is carved in at hand height for the giant staircase going up. Is it weird um, that I'd rather go up that way? Because it feels like it might be sneaky. I was going to say, by giant steps, you mean like 10 foot rise? Um, couple of feet as opposed to the usual, you know, eight inches. Yeah. Yeah, we're not we're not talking like fifteen feet per step here. You know, but like waste time. Are, uh, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. Boy, that'll yeah, be I fun to get up. Smaller steps. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's there's no particular issue with clearance there, although you probably have to go single file until you get to where you're going. Um, Along the way, you can see that there are a few shelves, basically, on the inside, uh, many of which contain oddities. Um, some of these you can recognize as magical. Some of these you can recognize as alchemical. Some of these you're not really sure what. Um, you definitely see just sign of kind of some general magical accoutrement, like you know, the usual skull with a candle in it, skull with a candle on it, desert manticore skull. Um, Got to throw in a desert manticore. It's been a while. Um, it's not casual. You know, There's like nothing casual about that. Little, little <laughs> moat of elemental earth floating True. somewhere. Just, you know, bits and pieces of things. Nothing particularly impressive, um, but, you know, it looks, it's nonetheless interesting. Um, but as the stairway uh, goes up, and this stairway, for the record, goes up uh, counterclockwise, oh, or okay. not counterclockwise, sorry, um, starts on the left, yeah, cl- so clockwise, goes up clockwise, which is a little unusual um, by, by most architectural standards. Oh, yeah. It goes up um, relatively high, uh, makes two complete circuits. So the space that you're in is, is quite tall, but the ceiling, there is a ceiling that you can see and you can hear water pouring down the sides. There are some some windows here and there piercing the walls to give it some light, but not an enormous amount. Uh, the, the central column is actually mostly empty, of uh, which aside from a, a plinth that acts as a, a main support pillar. Eventually, though, you come up the steps into a large open space with windows on all four walls that are notable because they have stained glass in them. You come out kind of underneath a blue one 
as, as you look up, at, as you come up the stairs, you can see that the, the stained glass mostly is in blue, but it's filled with images of water creatures and water elementals and strange extraplanar things. And as you glance around, you can see there's one with earth, you know, earth, creatures of earth, creatures of fire, creatures of air, that sort of thing in each of the four windows. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, sorry. Um, but, and I hope, uh, can everybody see the map here? Yeah. Yeah. And I have lots of concerns. Oh. Oh, good. Um, well, we'll get to the main concern in a minute. Um, <laughs> notably, you come out onto a sort of, of landing. There's a couple of little stone bridges crossing a uh, stream of water that's filled up from the four large basins, cauldrons, large deep bowls, essentially, uh, out of which water is just cascading into the sort of pools of water around the corners and filling the, the central area here, and then out through uh, vents in the sides that you can see. That's where you can actually see that's where the water must have been cascading down from. Uh, those are up on sort of stepped pedestals that descend towards the center of the room where a large three-tier dais has been raised up. Um, and light is emanating from that uh, dais in the same sort of colors that echo the colors of the light coming through those stained glass windows. Um, most That is probably because there's a large well-dressed, like genuinely ornately dressed storm giant with long hair and a rather haughty expression, uh, muttering something uh, and holding some sort of arcane instrument uh, over what you would guess is some sort of ritual. Uh, you're sort of below it. You can't really see it that well, but there's there, you can see lights and, and hear strange mutterings, and that's usually a sign something's happening. Something we're not going to like, probably. What Excuse do you do? Me, sir, could you please unbreak the ecosystem? <laughs> uh, um... it, what bothers me is I think each of these little um, basins is probably just an oasis that just doesn't stop flowing out of the basin, and that upsets me. Um, <sighs> so there's there's not like a a door to open up. Like we can just see this. A door where? Oh, uh, to like we just we just come out the stairs up into the thing. Yeah, the stairs don't have any sort of trap door or anything like that. They just walk up onto the landing. I like the or, idea that it's up just... onto this. This is the CEO's yeah. office. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Essentially. Um, and I should say, actually, um, you guys actually, I think, can see the circle. Um, it's not super clear on here, but these are the landings on the side are raised up about a foot or two more than the uh, central flat area. Okay. The, the stone bridges leading to it kind of have a, a slope downward. So we're slightly yeah, up. The, uh, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, enough that, you know, we can standing on it, you can see, oh yeah, there's a, a circle going on. The, the dais is not like massive giant steps up at each level. It's okay. maybe like a foot and a half. All right. I, no, 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 I've, I've got this. Uh, Pardon me, Mr. Uh, Rhyme-Handed. Uh, a moment of your time? I did not summon you. You should go back downstairs. 
yeah, that's not really gonna uh, work for us. This is this is a matter of immediate urgency. I am in the middle of an important ritual. Can it wait? It should be noted that at this point he has not actually looked at any of you. He is busy performing some sort of ritual. I mean, guys, can it can it wait? I don't think oh, it can. Is there okay. a, are, are there magazines? Is there a waiting area? Do <laughs> we? No, no. It, are you kidding me right now? No, it can't. <laughs> we have cons- concerns. We have concerns. We have concerns. This is a hostile takeover. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there's the there's the first spot of the night. <laughs> is this another matter for the? Between the overseers and no, he turns. He turns to look at you. Well, no, this is a matter between who everybody who lives in the lot? desert and you. Uh, yes. Hello, I am Ansel, and I am with Agate Accounting and something something Incorporated, uh, and. We are here because I have filed this list of complaints about your environmental impact and and building on protected lands. And we're going to wrap you up in so much red tape. Hopefully not literally. He looks very big. Yeah. Metaphorically exactly is going to wrap me up in red tape here in my sanctum i am subject to no one well you see that was more of a metaphor uh because when we say wrap you up in red tape uh what i really mean is we're gonna need you to suspend your operations for the gray giant hostels because it's you're like actually breaking the elemental plane and that's very bad yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> is that all you're here about i yes in a word yes <laughs> i'm sure there's other things too we had other smaller complaints but those don't really matter that is the big one <laughs> Interference in my business is, shall we say, a matter too large for you. You may leave through the door you came in. We came up the stairs and there wasn't a door. So, (laughs) I... (laughs) Oh, good night. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. (laughs) Are you suggesting I send you out through a window? No, I, I'm I would hate for you to break those. They're very nice. More importantly, they I'm su- thank you. I'm suggesting that you suspend your work with the Grey Giant Hostels and put the elements of water back where they belong before worse things happen. Worse things won't happen for oh four or five hundred years at least. And really, by that time. I'm sure somebody will have come up with some way of dealing with externalities. In the meantime, 
I see no reason why you or anyone else should interfere with my ability to make a profit. Right. Well, you all are witnesses. He admitted to knowingly tampering with the elemental planes, and I'm filing this with the Better Business Bureau. I own the Better Business Bureau. With the other Better Better Business Bureau. <laughs> the best, best, bestest, best business bureau. The gooderest. The gooderest one, that one. In, in all seriousness. You're determined it's... to make this difficult, aren't you? I mean, it is, is, he... it is genuinely is causing right a lot of, it is genuinely causing a lot of, a lot of problems. Like a also, lot of very serious problems. I've been told that too many times. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> Probably even by us, admittedly. <laughs> yeah, at least I'm once or twice. Certain certainly. I've said it. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. What is uh, he holding question the there? ritual? Um, now that you look at it, he's got some sort um, of globe in his hand that's kind of glowing blue. Um, give me a. Ooh. I would say give me some sort of arcana check. Some sort. Yeah. Give me an arcana check. Very specifically an arcana check. I know what I think uh, it is. A, yeah. uh, a one. Not a natural one, but a one. Wait, do you have well, a negative? I have a negative one to arcana. <laughs> Perfect. I got a six. Somebody oh, unfortunately, your wizard roll. is currently uh, hanging out with some mushrooms. Ooh, I, got so. a, yeah. I got a 19. Five. Nineteen. Is, is that an order? Uh, you are reasonably water? certain, judging by the uh you know, primordial that he was muttering and the uh, sigils on whatever casing he's got built around this thing, that that might be a sort of physical incarnation of a node of elemental water that might belong to an oasis. Oh. The thing they put in the jar. But it's different. Okay. That yeah, bad. I mean, this looks like it's sort of pre-decanter of endless oh, water. Okay. Does it have any metal on it? <laughs> I know um, where this is going. <laughs> you know what? Yes. We'll say yes. Ben, go ahead. <laughs> I want to start, like, just as we're talking, like, as all this has have been, conversation has been going on, Reap has wanted to just start, like, fiddling with his loot. And just wandering his way closer, like crossing yeah, the bridge, wandering over, looking at looking up on what's going on over here, kind of peeking over the edge. Um, yeah. And when he gets within, uh, quick note. Yeah, quick note: the uh, the water flowing through the um, the river bits there is like two or three feet deep, and there's like a six inch lip. Getting yeah. in and out would not be a problem if you fell in. Right. Um, just okay. stating that for the record. And as he gets like to the edge of this, where he's at right now, like the edge of the outer ring, um, he's going to cast. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, heat metal on the the container housing the orb. Okie dokie. Sounds good. Uh, which is two D eight. Let's see. Uh, going ahead, takes two D eight. And what is the spell check? Cuts a Constitution saving throw, which I don't expect him to uh, fail. 
against a DC 14? Uh, I mean, it's always possible. Nope. But no. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's 2d8 fire damage uh, just by holding on to it. And then it's going to be that, right. I think it's that every round. Great. Go ahead and give me that 2d8 roll. Because the damage happens regardless of the con save, right? Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. But con we... save is he has to drop it. Con save is the con save he has to drop it. We didn't we didn't oh, rest since the last time we used spells, did we? Uh, you guys have a short have done a short rest. We have done a short rest, but not not a long rest. It gets like slots back. Okay. Uh, no, you have not. Okay, that answers that my said. I don't think you guys have really spent a whole lot because you really like. I think you spent a use of wild shape to get kind of scout out the the castle area. And you might have spent one or two spells exploring. I have the, two the second warehouse. levels marked off, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, same here. I'm not sure either because I don't remember you using that many spells. Those are from. Um, I think those are marked off from when we fought the Oni in the tent, probably. Right, and you long rested after that, so okay. you are fine there. In fact, I will say, go ahead and refresh spell slots that's always fun when the dm says that yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is a very magical place i'm sure i can think of an excuse for it also i don't have to worry about bookkeeping but i genuinely don't think you've spent much of it in terms of spells and it's not worth checking on but going back so yeah besides it's the the final showdown and you know (laughs) you want to be fully armed for it it's fun So, yeah, so that was a, a nine damage for the uh, heat metal. Uh, ten. Ten. Uh, I rolled it, but physically. I just did that so it would pop up in chat. Um, I rolled actual oh, dice. I'm going with the ten. Okay. Seems decent. Um, I'm not going to argue He that. looks down at the thing that's heating and says, <sighs> you really are determined to go through with this little error. Very well. well we, we want Let me nature show back you then. Oh, excuse me. Let me show you then the error of crossing or loon the rhyme handed. And as he speaks, the hand that is holding that orb turns blue, his his right hand, and encrusts with ice. Right. Well, that's why he's got now that is name. Probably a, probably a good time to roll initiative. Da, 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 da. Boop. 21. <laughs> yeah, you go, we have, yeah. You go before the layer actions. Same, 21. We have two natural ones, everybody. Yeah, baby. <laughs> this is what we do. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Two natural ones, an 18 and a 19 for the raw rolls. Great, Grant. Peter, that's a, two, a plus, that's a 14 for my uh, tiebreaker. Grant, what, why does the tower have its yeah. own initiative? <laughs> You'll find out. I don't like that. <laughs> that seems bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that would be uh, new. Bad for some of you. We've not fought a building on City on the Hill before, so there's that. I feel well, like, you know, it's first time for everything. Yeah, first time for everything, including layer actions. I have concerns, and also I need to take notes for the future. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, honestly, layer actions are a really fun part of uh, D&D 5th edition because they kind of have that whole idea of you're in a dangerous place and it also adds some extra relevant actions to, you know, like the big bad without it being like, and this guy gets to breathe fire twice or whatever. You know, it, it adds oh, sure. character. But they're quite a lot of fun. Well, so. in some places are just magically <laughs> enough to cause problems. Yeah, and I mean, you are in you are in the sanctum of a powerful elementalist cloud giant. Yeah, we made choices. I it's would, fine. <laughs> they are not necessarily wrong choices. They were just choices. I mean, he lost HP. That's a start. Uh, that is a good start. Faramon, you get to go first. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six... And I'm going to go ahead and cast Shield of Faith here to bump my AC up to 20. And that's it for me. Oh, oh good. <laughs> I was not expecting that fast. <laughs> Very well. Uh, in that case... Um, well, doesn't Reap go first? And, uh, yeah, I was a 21 also. Yeah, he was. Okay. Um, Rook, what were you? Uh, I was like at five. Okay. Oh, yeah. He Hansel? was... Uh, I was four. Four. Okay, yeah. Um, the automatic sorting did not work. That's what happened there. All right. So, Reap, your turn. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... Uh, let's go for some fun erupting earth. Uh, right on the, uh, yeah, clicking that, um, going on erupting earth right near the center of the uh, the podium. So hopefully that catches him as twenty foot. So yeah, so it'll have it, so it catches him in the on the edge of the uh, the cube. Yeah, can you can you show me exactly where you're where? where? You're this? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, these are five foot squares, right? Yes. So that would be, that's a 20 foot cube? Because most of the time, those are described as, um, the, the distances are described as a radius. That's not 20 foot on a 20 side. foot cube. Yeah, 20 foot cube, so 20 feet on a side. Yes, yes. so that so would be correct. That's that. And so that okay, is yeah, that... 23 bludgeoning damage from the earth just erupting around him. Hopefully also disrupting his sigil that he has on the ground. He gets a dex save on that, I think. Uh, yeah, it's a 14 dex. Well, he doesn't make that. Ooh. Turns out a, a tall cloud giant, not amazing at, you know, dodging. Nimbleness? He's not nimbly uh, pendly? Not really his thing, no. He's got other things that are his thing, but that's not it. All right. 
Um, yes, he has things that are not supposed to be his thing that are his thing. That's why we're here. And he needs to put them back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. Speaking of, um, and does erupting Earth, by the way, have any lingering effects or anything like that? Uh, it makes the ground in that area uh, um, difficult terrain. Difficult terrain. <laughs> For how long? Uh... <laughs> 20-foot cube. Uh, in addition, the ground in the air becomes difficult terrain until cleared. Oh. Uh, okay, five wow. foot square yeah. requires one minute to clear by hand. So that Sweet. box needs to stay there. I guess, because we need to know. Okay. Yes, that box will will stay there. Do I need to change the color on it? No, nah, it's fine. Okay. I can see it perfectly well. Uh, all right. Well, it's now his turn. So, you know, that's fun. Uh, and he's going, or rather, it's the tower's turn. And Orloon, just to, to be clear, this is, I'm going to kind of have it as Orloon doing it using the power of, you know, his place of power here, uh, he sort of grimaces as the earth explodes under him and says, no more of that, thank you, and waves his hand, that icy hand of his, and you see water and coalesce around you and begin to freeze in a fog, a, a very cold fog, Surrounding the three of you that have not stepped away. Foot radius. Oof. There we are. Ah, oofta. Okay. So that area is freezing fog. Um, so we, each of you needs to make a DC 12 con save. Constitution. Uh, I have advantage against spells and other magical effects. Would that be this? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, everything that's going to happen here is magical unless he hits you with something. Ooh, uh, that's a twenty-one. Yeah, well, that's more than twelve. <laughs> my two is not more than twelve. That's my second natural one. Can I donate you yeah. seven? It's <laughs> still not more than twelve. <laughs> Listen, you just rolled uh, two so, natural ones in a row. That means that your luck is going to be great for the rest of this. I get two natural 20s in return, right? That's how that works? Uh-huh. Okay, good. Uh, Perfect. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Unfortunate. Um, it's a good thing to remember, sir. So I take 10 cold damage? All right. You take 10 cold damage. The rest of you take 5 cold damage. Uh... This also uh, is heavily obscuring. So line of sight is broken uh, in there. It does not slow you down in any way, shape, or form. Um, and if you end your turn in the fog, you will also take 3d6. But we can damage. move out of it with no problem. Ah, yes. uh, Dang. The, the rogue trait is specifically for dex saves. I don't yep. get to take zero damage for Dodging the fog. Oh, it's only for, I didn't know it was only for decks. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean most most uh, like lightning and fireball. Those are all decks, right? 
Which reminds me, we should not be in a line. <laughs> That's probably true. Probably, probably not, 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 no. <laughs> um, Orlun's going to step out of the um, difficult terrain, uh, walk around it with his long, heavy strides, and Fairmont, as he approaches, the, the ice... Uh, that's gathered around his hand expands to become a long spear made of ice. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, and he's going to just sort of casually not even try and stab you with it so much as just swat at you. Okay. Uh, you swat. Whoa! Yeah, uh, that'll hit. Excuse me? <laughs> 10 piercing and 4 cold damage. All right. Um, 22. Oh my gosh. For 22 damage? No, no, no that's... No, no, no. that's uh, well, actually, yeah, yes. Actually, it right. is yeah. <laughs> okay, so I need to make... Hang on just a second here. Um, so Peter casually takes 36. Yeah, okay, so Good, I strong. Two constitution saves here. <laughs> Um, nothing to be worried about at all. Um, I'm worried. <laughs> okay, this should be at a total of plus four because of my aura of protection. So add another four to that. So that's a 15. That um, makes the yes. first one. And then uh, same for the second one. So yeah, I'm, I'm fine there on hanging on to my spell. Okay, good. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not accounting for any effects you've got going on. I'm going to have to leave that to you, I'm afraid. No worries. Uh, Ruach. Well, I was going to do something, but that may need to change. Um, good night, man. All right. Uh, Peter, I'll let you make the decision. Um, hit points or damage and a bonus effect with the damage? Uh, go ahead and pull out the damage. Okay. Figured that's best if I ask you. Um, so I can move 40. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, huh? That's... I go right there. So that I'm outside the bad fog. Boy. Okay. Um, I am going to use Guiding Bolt at second level. Okay. Well, it wasn't a 20 which is what I was supposed to get because I've had two ones. But that is a total of 12, which doesn't seem very good. No, uh, this is a spell attack roll, right? This is correct. Yeah, unfortunately, that does miss him. I mean, his AC is not super high, but... This is unfortunate. And that does use a slot, enough. correct? Yeah. Yes. Guiding bolt? Yeah. Oh, like if, even if I miss, it still uses the slot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um... Let me... Absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, I tell you what. Um, we will give... Because I can bonus action this. Uh, you can't cast a leveled spell and another spell is a bonus action. Uh, oh, I can only do it with it... cantrips, can't I? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. Yep. Well, this is all very unfortunate. It often is. Ansel. Yeah. Um, so you said this fog is obscuring, correct? I sure did. Uh, wonderful. Um, I am going to move 
I would like to move up close enough to him where I could see him, but still obscured enough in the fog that I could get a sneak attack. Um, if you did that, you would be attacking blind. Uh, well, you, that's... You, you, you can't... This is not like you hiding behind cover. This is going to be... You, if you're in the fog, vision is obscured. Now, it goes both ways. He can't fling something at you very easily. But Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Oh, you got to wait uh, for us for me to take a single step in closer to engage him in melee and you'll be able to get sneak attacks from there on. Yeah, I you think... I'm going to cheat just a little bit. He's, he's gone ahead and stepped up to you, Peter. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, uh... He's not taking you seriously yet. Okay, so this this is just a regular attack and if it hits sneak damage it's not I'm not technically have advantage against shooting him um if you shoot him from where you are you'd have disadvantage if you move out of the cloud then which it's I a standard attack and you get sneak attack right because yeah there's a special rule where basically if a rogue has some an ally flanking an enemy they get their sneak attack damage yeah so, yeah, basically right. the ally is enough of a distraction for you to line up your shot real good and get all right. I'm I'm going to step out of the fog and uh yeah, get my uh short bow and Okay, you're gonna need to step closer because you are 40 feet away. Uh, the range on a short bow is 80. Yes, but sneak attack requires 30 feet. I did. Oh, okay. I See, also these are... did not know that. These are things that I'm learning as a rogue. Okay, now I'm within 30 feet and will shoot him with my short bow, hopefully. Yes, absolutely. Well, I gotta hit him first. All right, yep. 18 yep, should hit him. him. All yep. right. For the and... record, his AC is only 14. Yeah, let me... Does it do sneak attack? It does. Oh, it sure does. All right, that's see. Nine plus 17 is 26. He's not particularly happy about that. That hit him in a, a tender spot. And more than that, he looks down. You have ruined my robe. Well, you ruined our will we desert. Your family's a bill. Oh, uh, desert. What is I... that in the grand scheme of things? Unexploited land. Ripe for a profit. Uh, first off, uh, uh, either myself or agate accounting and collections cannot be held liable for someone who instigates an assault against an employee uh also deserts are like a complex ecosystem my dude <laughs> yes i know that's why i'm doing what i'm doing pheromon it's your turn I'm going to smack him. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, how's a 20? Uh, yeah, that absolutely hits. Okay. Again, his AC's only Great. 14. And it's going to be smite time here. So we got um, seven slashing, and then I'm going to burn a second level spell slot for another 18, uh -huh. so a total of 25. 
And that's, then I'm going to try and do it again. Uh, 22. Uh, seven slashing yeah. again. Very and consistent. Another 3d8. Well another <laughs> exact same roll. Shockingly consistent damage. Yeah. I will also note you got an eight on the same dice this time as you did last time. I did. It's the yeah, middle die both times. It's it's very well balanced. I I personally appreciate the symmetry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You deal quite a lot of damage to him, and he sort of a... staggers under the blows. I'm a paladin. I do that. <laughs> yes, he's not happy. Uh, Reap, continue to make this large giant unhappy. Yeah. Um. In that mode, um, as a druid that I am and the fun animals that I've seen along my journeys in life, would one of those possibly be a dire wolf? Sure. Cool. Look, you don't, you don't really need my permission to polymorph into cool things. Just making sure. Okay. Because um, I realized that I can now polymorph into CR1 creatures. That changes my yeah, poly, look, my uh look if you can tell me cool shape. stories about how you've seen things like oh yeah remember when I was down in Lakeland and saw a dinosaur like great yeah. go for it cool um Reap is going to take his thirty five I believe movement is what I have uh yes thirty five movement mm-hmm. running out to like not knowing that Orloon has moved seeing he has moved um he's going to come to the edge of his Angry ground. Angry ground. Angry ground. And cast fairy fire. Okay. Or loon. Great. And what kind of save is that? Uh, that is. Oh, I just went away. Um, Another dex save. It's a dex fourteen save. Yes. Nope. He's not he, very good at those, as it turns out. He is fairy fire. Oh, no. Ask him about his uh, constitution, wisdom, or charisma saves, or his strength saves. Um, right. <laughs> um, so he's actually his int saves because you know primary outlined in a bright blue, shimmering like aura. Um, sheds dim light for ten feet, um, and everybody has advantage if you can see it. Excellent. Oh, shiny. Like <laughs> he cannot become invisible, so don't try it. <laughs> Indeed. It lasts um, for one minute. I will keep track of that. Ten rounds. Yes, yes. And it's concentration for what it's worth. And unfortunately, it is concentration. <laughs> All right. Uh, tower time. Uh, the tower is going... He's going to scowl and wave his hand. Don't think I'm only limited to one of the four planes and a line of fire sweeps across you Faramond, and you reap going basically end to end from the uh the from window to window yeah um yeah ow uh make me some deck saves dc12 grant you do, you do still have the button pressed uh, I, I was sorry. I yeah. was trying to type that out. It's, That's all right. It was interesting. Full value of that is twenty four. How's a twenty? Yep. Again, if it's more than twelve, I'm I'm trying to tell you the numbers ahead of time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you guys. Um. Uh. Twelve fire damage. So you guys each take six fire damage. 
Uh, and yeah, uh, all of this again happening so, sort of quickly. Orloon is staggering under Pheromon's heavy blows and then winces a little bit as he gets lined in this bluish light. I see. It's a wisdom save it's for... A uh, it's a wisdom save for co- uh, concentration, right? Um, yeah, DC 10, I believe. It's not It's not a wisdom, though. It's constitution. Oh, it's con, yeah. Constitution. Yeah, and it's it's however half of however much damage you took, or 10, whichever is higher. Yeah. Uh, so, just like, sorry, because that's the first time I've done yeah, constitution saves on this. Two, actually, because I'm concentrating on shield of faith. Yeah, I'm good. At, advantage on spells and other magical effects, does that include my constitution save, or just the spell attack? Nope. No, just just I don't whatever. I believe it does. No. Yeah, just whatever malediction spells cool. would be. It's it's focusing on the spell. Yeah, fourteen. You're good. I see. I need to start taking you all seriously. Fine. You've already ruined my circle as it is. I'm going to show you my true might then. And he lifts that hand of his and slams that ice spear down into the uh, dais. You thought the water flowing had been gushing before. Those four cauldrons erupt with water. A wave sloshes down the dais from all four of them. And as it hits and sprays, it freezes around the dais. Oh, oh no, oh boy. <laughs> I thought you meant like a couple feet. Wow. For, for the listener, now the vast majority of the map is ice. Or we are now ice. Ice. And then around that, uh, there is water. Uh, that water, by the way, is uh, deep. Right, Not so like we're now fighting deep, on an iceberg. We're now fighting on an iceberg. <laughs> Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at saving the game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day. All right. We will begin, if you guys are ready, we will begin sound check uh, with Peter. Yeah. Good That's evening. <laughs> I don't have anything exciting for the final sound check. <laughs> Admittedly, neither do I. Uh, Daniel. Uh, yes. Voice of the Emperor. Totori Cesaru, Political Limited. Discard the Imperial Favor to draw a Fate card. Political Limited, once per turn, bow your stronghold or a courtier to put an elemental ring into play from your hand. While in play, that ring does not count towards an enlightenment victory. At the beginning of each of your turns, discard a card from your hand or shuffle the ring back into your fate deck. So, and you I, are I, bringing back some L5R memories. Ah, I was going to say, I know a lot about Magic the Gathering's new Kamigawa set, but that doesn't sound correct to me. <laughs> I I actually dug up because I have for reasons I can't explain. I have a Phoenix deck for L5R in oh. my possession, and I don't know why or how to for play. For listeners unfamiliar, that's Legend of the Five Rings, which is a card game and a really fun role-playing game.
yeah which i'm in the middle of like a two plus year campaign that still has two more years on it uh, there you go that i'm playing through but the next the next campaign we play is going to be in space yeah okay i'm fine with it uh, so that'll be fun grant Right. So instead of reading off something, I want to actually give a plug for a podcast that has been a huge inspiration for this entire campaign. Uh, and that is the Monster Man podcast by James Holloway, not the Jim Holloway who illustrated a lot of the early D&D uh, monster manuals, but James Holloway who reviews monster manuals and talks about each monster in a, po a podcast episode. He does like two monsters per episode. Early ones, he did like three. Um, it is a wonderful podcast. It's family friendly. It's a relatively quick look at all the different monsters and kind of like, yeah, this is good. This is what they do. This is kind of weird. This is what it comes from. This is the mythological inspiration. Uh, he uh, studies like mythology and that sort of thing at Cambridge or did. Um, so very interesting guy to, to listen to. And I really quite like it. My kids listen to it in the car with me. They enjoy it because they like mythology and they like hearing about cool monsters. And I enjoy it because it gives me lots of D&D inspiration. You know, some of the um, like little elemental guys that you fought in the sandstorm, those were things that I had only heard of because of that podcast. And there you go. That's it's really cool. good. I'm, I'm looking at his backlog. There are over 400 episodes. <laughs> There are a lot Which, wow. more than 400 episodes because that's just the regular episodes. That is not counting the, the special. special episodes where he does like a 30-minute deep dive into a single monster or something like that based on a Patreon backer request. Monster Man. Huh. Okay. And monsters. Oh, and these are actually only like, what, 15 minutes long normally, give or take? Yeah, yeah, very short. That's very cool. I like it. Um, ben. Dreams save us. Dreams lift us up and transform us into something better. And on my soul, I swear that until my dream of a world where dignity, honor, and justice are the reality that we all share, I will never stop fighting. Ever. Is this more comic book lines? It is actually a comic book. What is, uh, what is this? Superman, what's so funny about truth, justice, and the American way? Never heard of that one okay dig it um and for mine i will simply i guess say thank you to you guys for doing this season with me and thank you to william who is not with us this evening nor will be back for season four as far as i know but uh he's been he's been around with us for a hot minute uh since the beginning of season one so william will be missed yes yeah. indeed. indeed thanks william